This is Psycho Psychic, the records of Mallory and her associates. Episode 4. Oh, hi, Mallory. I I got your text. What is it? Just, um, come in for a moment, please. What happened? Your head? Your arms? I... I saw a ghost. What? I'm pretty sure I saw a ghost. A ghost that gave me all of this, and if it wasn't for the injuries, then I'd say it was something else, but I have burn marks on my arms that I can't explain, and the thing vanished. Just poof in a cloud of smoke, and I know I'm technically concussed, but concussions don't make you see things. They make you black out, and I remember everything leading up to it. It's how I got to the hospital that I don't remember, Okay, and- okay, it, it's all right. Just just take some deep breaths. You're, you're going purple. When did this happen? A few days ago. It happened here, like right in here. Yes, I, I can see him. God, what happened to him? He's all burnt. God, you're real. All of this is real. That murder is probably real. Happy Halloween, folks. It's always spooky in Roseville. It's not just Roseville. How come you didn't warn me? How could I have known? Don't you have, like, premonitions, like when I first visited? Oh, that that was a joke. A joke? Yeah, someone did call ahead. I was relying on that power. Well, whose fault is that? Yours? Mine? I don't know, someone's. My head hurts. So what are you going to do now? This thing. I want to know more about this thing, the, the monster, the boogeyman that's across the country killing people. Is it like a, a demon? No, it's... complicated. It's not human, like a spirit. Not necessarily chaotic and unformed like the shadow people, but it's also not necessarily a demon. It's something else... Some other unnamed category of existence that likes blood, not souls, not pranks, not closure, purely blood. Pretty territorial. It's it's mean, and it doesn't stop. Goes dormant, maybe? But it's always there underneath the surface. Like a shark. Is there any kind of name for it? Any that you've heard? I've never really delved far into this stuff before. I've been hiding what I can do my whole life. Sure, I like horror movies about ghosts and monsters, but I never went searching for them. Right, okay, so how is it that I've had a big realization that just leads to more questions? Because you're dealing with the unknown, Dr. Raldernon. <sighs> right. I'm sorry for not believing you, for saying you were delusional, all of that. I do regret it, I was being harsh. You weren't really. You still listen more than anyone else. Well, my girlfriends have never complained about me not being a good listener, so I at least know I have that going for me. Why don't I get you snacks? Judging by the smell in here, you've eaten nothing but orange chicken? You don't have to. I'll be fine. No. You're here alone, injured. Having a world-altering moment, you need someone to take care of you. Thank you. Of course, I'll be right back. So, I've purchased a tape recorder because Mallory said I couldn't find one anywhere, and I know she does better with listening to notes than wasting the moment to write them, so this is going to be for her sake. And aesthetically speaking, tape recorders are way cooler. Anyways, I've just gotten a hold of Dr. Mallory Cecilia Algernon's police statement concerning her events that occurred two nights ago. God, this kid has horrible handwriting. No wonder she doesn't like writing notes. I'd been asleep on my couch, having left the TV on. Okay, never mind, that's not happening. I was woken up by a loud bang coming from the direction of my back patio. The patio is a concrete slab about 
10 by 10 feet with a 6 foot tall stone wall surrounding it. I had thought it was unlikely someone was breaking in, but I had tried to peek over it without revealing my presence anyways. Peek over as in look around the couch. When that failed, I sat up. Slowly, I could see past the kitchen to the sliding glass door and saw no one. So I stood up, grabbed the bat I had by the couch. Yes, I have some form of weapon in every room in the house. You guys got to know what people are capable of. They were always just to make me feel better. I usually had no intention of using them. So I walked towards the kitchen, flicked on the light, and no one was there. The tub of cereal I'd left out was just knocked over, not even spilled everywhere. I figured the cat did it, however when I turned around I had seen a person standing in my doorway. They grabbed me by my shoulder, where we struggled for a moment. It became apparent that we both had trained in a similar self-defense technique, where I was eventually thrown off balance. Enough to crash into the doorframe. Once I was free, I managed to get out my phone and dial 911, and he had managed to vanish. I didn't recognize the individual. He had, however, been severely burned at the time of the attack, so I imagine there's some forensic evidence somewhere as to how he got in and out so quickly. So that was her statement. I would like to point out now that there was no forensic evidence found. No sign of anyone other than her had been inside of the apartment, or even any sign of a struggle. If it wasn't for the blood from about where she said she had hit her temple, I have some pictures I want to show her to find out exactly what she saw, but I haven't spoken out to her since the attack. She's been on concussion protocol after blacking out and vomiting at the scene, but I'm hoping she'll be ready. It's me, Clark. I came to see how you were doing. Nice shades, Doc. Thanks, it came with a brain blender. Wanna come in? Yeah, I actually wanted to talk to you. I read your statement for that night. I feel like you left some details at the end there. Probably because I had a concussion and didn't know what was going on. Oh, come on, Mel. I know that big brain of yours can't get shaken too hard not to document what happened. I can't trust what happened. Then tell me. <sighs> he evaporated into a cloud of smoke. <laughs> Excuse me? You heard me. He evaporated into a cloud of smoke. I tried to give a description in the forums. He had this tattered suit and he was burned so badly that he shouldn't have been alive. It was impossible. I thought that maybe I fell with sleepwalking something, but then... Are those burns? In the shape of hands much larger than mine and couldn't have been done by me. Yes, they are. So I don't know what happened. Then would you be open to maybe looking at some pictures? I do have a hunch as to who the individual might be, but you're going to have to help me. Fine. What do you got? Look at these for me, and let me know which one looks like the person you saw. I know those weren't burnt, so they might be pretty unrecognizable, but... It was him. Oh. You sure? Yeah, he's the only one with the butt chin. Um, right. Anyways, this individual is actually named John Marrow. Agent John Marrow. The other night, he had been officially declared dead after being in a coma. He's actually the man who has taken this case in the first place. You're kidding me, right? I was afraid you weren't. 
So what, this Agent Mero's ghost visited me last night to try and contact me about what? To warn me? To tell me what his notes were? How am I supposed to know? I'm just as confused as you are. Mallory! Mallory? She knows where you live? Just let her in. Mallory, are you alright? Nope, I'm in literal and figurative inner turmoil. Are those cookies? We're discussing confidential matters, Miss Curtis. If you don't mind- Confidential matters about what? About your case. Or at least I was about to get to them. How do I know you have all of the right facts? How do I know you're on my side? I'm not, Miss Curtis. I'm on the side of the evidence that makes itself available to investigators, which is usually all of it. If you're good, like I am. Mallory, I don't. Look, I trust him, Lorelai. He's much more experienced and does know what to look for. I do think he should have nothing to worry about, but... Fine, I'll leave these in the kitchen. Then I will leave you. Feel better, Mallory. God, that was so creepy. She's just like that. What were you going to bring up about her case? This. I managed to check out the insides. The folder was what had the blood splatter on it, and look. What is that? Those pictures weren't in any files that I had seen. They weren't mentioned anywhere. Exactly. For some reason, these pictures were taken out of the file and put especially with these notes. Here, read those. Subject is wholly uncooperative, is delusional and paranoid when prompted has shown violent tendencies. What does that even mean? When prompted? Prompted by what? She hasn't been violent once with me. Maybe because you did what she wanted. You took her side. Come on, Clark. Are you really about that again? Your profile leaves you open to wanting an older female figure. Please, let's just talk about these pictures. I can't handle a part two of this conversation. So this... altar? It was found in the living room near the bodies, it looks like. Are those candles still lit? Yeah. Apparently, through research, it was found to be some sort of summoning. They weren't specific on what exactly that it was summoning, but it belonged to the couple, and they'd been using it during the time of the attack. Well, if these are in here, who knows what else is in here for us to find? Are you sure? You can't even step outside right now? You should rest, Mallory. The wheels of justice turn slow, and I'm afraid Susie would strangle me if she found out that I let you overwork yourself. Again. Yeah, but she made me tomato soup after that one time and was awesome. That was Psycho Psychic, the podcast produced, written, and edited by Kayla Josephson. The part of Lorelai C. Curtis was played by Madison Santiago Davis. The part of Clark Brisbane was played by Aziz Blackburn. And the part of Mallory Algernon was played by Kayla Josephson. A special thanks to Robin Josephson and Zoe Lynch for their creative input, along with Madison Santiago Davis. And a big thanks to the Moore Park FTVM department and Michael Grimes and Jason Beaton. And thank you all for listening.